your new or existing home is one of your most important assets. Yet too many people rely on sites, shows, and tips from people who are not in the real estate business when making important decisions. It's time to get real and trust a professional. This is Real Real Estate Today with host Deb Tomorrow. In this series, you'll learn about making smart decisions when it comes to buying a home, selling a home, or even staying in the home you're in. Now, here is your host, Realtor Deb Tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow, Realtor. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Deb Tomorrow Realtor, and I always encourage you to check out there. We post a lot of resources and links, and we're going to have some really good videos today that we're going to be talking about and posting. So go back and check those out um, because there's some good information no matter when you are listening. I'm going to jump right into it today because we have a couple of guests, and I'm pretty excited. They, poor things, got stuck in traffic, which is not atypical in Monroe and Owen County these days, right? Um, and uh, and so they ran in the door, and I feel like I've probably overwhelmed them a little bit because um, they don't really know what they're doing. So I think it'll be great, and uh, I invite everyone to sit back and, and let us chat. Last week we did a show. I don't know if anybody uh, listened to it. I hope a few people listened to it, right? In Poland. We're very big in Poland, not Indiana, but Poland, the country, um, and <laughs> places like that. Not to make you any more nervous, but uh, we have a lot of listeners in Afghanistan and China and all kinds of interesting places. But um, we did a show on living in Greene County, and, and the reason that we wanted to do a series of shows on uh, thinking outside the box is that the market, the real estate market, has been so painful this year. Um, I feel like every day realtors are turning on each other more and more. It's not pretty. Uh, I had a fight at noon today. I showed up to show a house. It was a brand new listing. There were 20 showings scheduled today. And there were at least four of us scheduled at noon. And we knew that. Yeah. And the first agent goes in and he's, he came up to me and he said, I think there's about four or five of us scheduled at noon, but you can come on in even though we're in there. We'll just be respectful and it's fine. And um, and so we, we, as I was heading into the door with my client, another realtor pulls up and she says, no, no, we have this at noon. I was like, no, we all have it at noon. She says, no, my showing's confirmed. Like, you have to get out kind of thing. I said, we're all confirmed for noon, so do what you will. We're all going to just be respectful. And she was just shooting me the evil eye the whole time. <laughs> I was like, man. And then I had one last week, too, where the lady was like, we have this from 1 to 3. And I'm like, you can't take the whole house from 1 to 3 and not let anybody else look at it. So, anyways, um, I really am encouraging a lot of my clients to uh, think outside the box and consider locations that maybe they hadn't considered before and open their minds a little bit. And I think this is pretty presenting some really exciting opportunities to learn about other areas. Um, one of the things I've learned in my research for this show is that the United States Census Bureau defines, the, you know, they kind of define areas. And so they have the Bloomington, Indiana Metropolitan Statistical Area, and that is defined as Monroe County, Owen County, and Greene County. And so the there you go. The Census Bureau defines it. And so why should we not all be sort of looking at that area? One of the things that we talked about last week was the distance from, like, say, Salisbury in eastern Greene County to the Monroe County Courthouse was so something like 15 miles. And same thing from courthouse to courthouse and Owen County to uh, Monroe County is 16.9 miles. If you go from Carmel to downtown Indianapolis, it's like 18 miles. So if you think about it that way, it's like if we lived in Indianapolis, you would think nothing of living in Carmel and driving to downtown Indianapolis. So living in Spencer, living in Owen County and driving over to Bloomington, if that's where you work, and there are some good uh, employment opportunities in Owen County as well, um, is completely viable. And, and I want to expand people's horizons on that. So that's sort of the purpose of the show. So joining me today is uh, Cassandra Toth, who is the executive director. I'm going to get these titles completely wrong. Executive director of the um, Owen County Chamber of Commerce, right? So welcome. And then we're also joined by Marilyn Jackson, who is the tourism director for the um, Owen County, I don't, what, convention? 
Convention and Visitors Bureau. There you go. I know. It's right. a long name, and, right? And, and most people call it CVB, and yes. they don't understand what CVB stands right. for, but it's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Excellent. So, uh, so thank you so, for inviting us. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to first just meet both of you. Um, this is the first we've really gotten to yeah. talk, which is always fun. We fly by the seat of our pants a little bit here um, and find out how long you've lived in Owen County and, and how long you've been doing what uh, you do and anything like that that you'd like to share to introduce yourself. So, Cassandra, I'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've been living in Owen County for about 14 years. Um, so I moved from Hinders County and came down. Um, I have been in the chamber EDC position for about four years. I actually started as Maryland's assistant, oh. also assistant to the chamber in EDC, and then recently took over director position December of 2017. Okay. So I'm new to this position, but not new to the chamber. Okay. And so you, you said you've been in Owen County for? 14 years. 14 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Awesome. And Marilyn, how long have you been in Owen County? My husband and I moved to Owen County in 1977, so we've been there 41 years. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I am actually a retired business owner. I was in the title business. Right. I read that, right? and I thought, so, oh, real, so estate real estate lady. Agents were, were my, my livelihood. Yeah. Were you in here in Bloomington? No, I was in Morgan County. Oh, okay. In Morgan County. Okay. And I say that because my career has expanded uh, a lot of different areas, so so I was. I started out with two major title companies. At the when I first started, it was Union Title, which became Pioneer, which then became Tycor, which are, okay. is no more. Yeah. And uh, I also worked for Chicago Title, okay. which is now Fidelity. Okay. So. Um, and then I also worked for a, a gentleman that owned eight agencies and was his marketing director before I opened my own company. Oh, wow. And then I retired and found out I didn't like retirement. So I actually worked at McCormick's Creek State Park, which is just a mile from my home. And, of course, Owen County is home to Indiana's very first state park, which is McCormick's Creek. I learned that on your website. Huge, <laughs> huge draw to our to our county. And um, so I worked there for four in the park office for four years. And then this job as tourism director came up and I've been at it almost seven years now. So it's it's what I call my fun job. Yeah, it does. I have such a passion for tourism and travel and um, my my secret uh, secret fantasy job is a travel agent. You know, we just love to travel and I love to tell people people about places and I think that's why I'm really enjoying doing uh, these series of shows um, I want to make sure that we start to give some resources as we go through the show and um, and review them so Cassandra the um, Owen County Chambers website is myowencountychamber.com yes make sure you put that my in front of there um, and they have some amazing videos I was so impressed. I started watching them, and I was like, I should just play these videos <laughs> for the show because it, there's a, a video about living Green County, living in Green County. There's one about learning in Green County. Um, or Sorry, I'm still on last week's show. Owen County, Owen County. Um, and uh, it, it was just such a really – there was a story about the Dragonfly Gallery and trying to scramble to get ready for their opening and, you know, construction dust and people just showing up to help. And the um, owner said, I wasn't from Spencer, but now I am. And I thought as I was watching the – the video, so many of the people that were featured in the video about living uh, in Owen County uh, aren't from Owen County, right. but now consider themselves from Owen County. And so I, I wondered if that was sort of a theme. Yes, it really is. Same thing with me. You know, I'm not, I'm not from here, but this is my home. So Yeah, and that people are choosing to be here and to stay in Owen County. Exactly is awesome. Um, so I wanted to um, make sure that people were going onto that website, myowencountychamber.com. And then Marilyn, your website or the tourism uh, website is Sweet Owen CVB, which is that convention and visitors bureau.org, Sweet yes. Owen CVB. Now I have a question. I don't know if you can answer it. Where did this uh, Sweet Owen come from? Because we see this a lot. It's a kind of a theme and a marketing thing. And I'm seeing it more and more even over the past few years. I feel like it's grown a bit. Well, the story that I tell is the one that I have learned. And no one really knows the the true story. Supposedly, back years ago, there was a, um, um, a senator that was running. And he was, they were waiting for the returns to come in. And he was kind of behind, and he said he wasn't worried about it because his sweet Owen would bring him in, and he won. Oh. And so that's the story that most people tell, and that's the one that I tell. So whether it's right politics, or no, but, <laughs> but we are sweet. And, For sure. Um, 
the county itself, I think what you what I have found and and the interesting part, Cassandra and I both came from Hendricks County, mm. didn't know each other. Yeah, uh, I grew up there. I was born in Hendricks County and raised there. And my husband and I moved to Owen County for for job purposes. Um, and we always thought once we retired, we would leave and it became our home. And that's the one thing I think you'll find about Owen County is it becomes your home. And the people there are wonderful. They are um, amazing people. The county itself, it, we're not very big, but but the heart is there just like the story about the dragonfly. Yeah. That's a very true story that people came and helped. And if you've never been to the Dragonfly, that's a beautiful story. Um, they've got a there. winter sale going on right now, yes, like of all their right. winters. And I'm right. like, I think I need to. I was in uh, in town just a couple of days ago, and I should have gone over there. Yeah. So we're going to talk in the next segment about some statistics, because you said not very big. And so I always do a little bit of comparison. Um, but I have to throw in one fun fact. As I was doing some research, I always sort of say, is there anyone famous from Owen County? Um, and I found this. It's a stretch. But the mother of a British prime minister, um, Harold Macmillan, uh, grew up in Owen County. Her name was uh, Nellie, I think is what they called her, Helen, maybe. Um, she was born in Indianapolis and moved to Spencer when she was six and spent her childhood in Spencer. And then um, second husband, so she outlived her first husband and got married again and ended up giving birth to the future prime minister of England, which is pretty cool. For she Spencer. is buried at the Riverside. Oh, she is? Yes, I didn't even there, know that. And he came back and visited her grave. Yeah. So um, the Riverside cemetery believe it or not in tourism i get a lot of people looking for cemeteries right and this is a very beautiful cemetery um with a lot of beautiful headstones and things just like that interesting and so you know it's it's an interest one, yeah. interesting one to go to but you were talking about famous people we also have a sculptor whose name was uh, by Quasney, Ernest. Yes, Quesney. I saw that name too. Yeah. I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I wasn't going to mention it. <laughs> yeah. And it's if you see a doughboys all over the country, mm-hmm. of course, we have one um, on our courthouse lawn, and he is the sculptor that made those, and they're all over the country. Plus, our Tivoli Theater, he's the one that. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Tivoli too. Awesome. All right, we're going to go to break. Uh, so stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to RealRealEstateToday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit RealRealEstateToday.com. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, welcome back to Real Real Estate Today. I am your host, Deb Tomorrow. Make sure you're following us 
on Facebook, Deb Tomorrow Realtor. We have two guests here today, Marilyn Jackson, the Tourism Director uh, from Owen County, and then Cassandra Toth, the Executive Director of the Owen County Chamber of Commerce. And we're talking, uh, they're helping us get to know Owen County a little bit more if you're not familiar with it. One thing I want to say to anyone listening, we were kind of joking in the first segment about how we have listeners all over, and I laughed because I always say Poland. You know, I have lots of listeners in Poland, and you're probably the only people who think Poland, Indiana. Yes. <laughs> because Poland, Indiana is a little unincorporated, I don't know if you call it, I call it a town, um, in Owen County, uh, but I actually mean Poland, the country. But um, even if you're not from Indiana, we have listeners all over the country, This is these are great shows to listen to because you start to think about how you can learn about other um, other areas, um, what resources are out there. And even though the chamber is really business focused about helping businesses grow, to me, it's such a great resource to learn about the community because you are like, you have your pulse finger on the pulse of what's going on. Um, but just real briefly, what's sort of the mission of the chamber? We just try to provide a proactive business environment for our members. Okay. Um, we're also partnered with, um, we're one entity, but we have the EDC as well. Um, so the mission for the EDC is just economic growth through our own county. Great. And I mean, I think that's so important because obviously a stronger community business-wise, um, you know, not only does it bring in resources, but it just brings in, you know, strength and you've got a, there's a community foundation, which I'm sure you work closely with because, you know, I'm sure a lot of your chamber members help with that community foundation. Um, so, um, so we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about some facts and figures. So we talked about Poland, Indiana, but what are the um, county or towns that are in Owen County? And I guess there's really only two technical towns, <laughs> which surprised me a little bit, uh, and that's uh, Spencer and Gosport. They're the only incorporated towns right. that we have. Okay. And then there's all these little... Bergs. Bergs. That's what, that's what we should call them. And I love them. Um, the, I mentioned Poland was one. Um Freedom, one of my favorites. <laughs> I've been to Freedom a lot. New Hope um, and Carp and Cataract and, I mean, it goes on and on. Patricksburg. Patricksburg. Yeah, Kunat. City. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I thought that was kind of interesting that I think people still sort of identify with those even though, um, you know, they're not formal towns. But I have to put, put in, we also have a little burg called Alaska which uh, you were talking about Poland, and when I first came into the job, people kept talking with me about Alaska, and I and I was so I went out and actually stood out in the middle of the road, and they were afraid I was going to get run over by the tractor that was coming down the road to take a picture of the sign of Alaska, and it sets right at the Morgan uh, Owen line. So if you um, Morgan Owen line, it's right up here. It's right up here. And when um, we do the boat sport and travel show and I had uh, some guests come up and ask me, they said, we're from Alaska. Of course, I thought Alaska, the state. And they said, no, from your county, Alaska. <laughs> so we do have a little Alaska that you can come and, and look for. So okay. it's, it's kind of fun. And we have a, a, a geo tracking that we did. And so we have a, a place up there that's that you can find, find oh there's a caching yeah okay geocaching Geo- so. interesting i don't think i knew that there was alaska i knew there was a poland and there's a cuba mm-hmm. so you can go to cuba as well which yes. is pretty awesome and we have an arnie and there's just a lot yeah. of little places vandalia i love the one i love that one i would love to live in vandalia it's pretty awesome um did you know a post office has been in operation in spencer since 1821 so that goes way back. I didn't think I, didn't I know, know that. that. No, we learned learned <laughs> there you go. 1821. Yeah. Uh, and I have to do a little more studying up because it seems like everyone, uh, all the places in Spencer and Owen County were named after um, generals or people who died in the Battle of Tippecanoe, right. which I don't know much about. Yeah. But that's kind of where it all came from. And the gentleman the, the who Spencer was named after, also Spencer County was named after, which is a different county mm-hmm. somewhere else. I'm not sure. Very south. Okay, there's a holiday world. Oh, yeah, yeah, Du Bois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, So that's a little bit of information there. There are about 21,582 people in Owen County. That was the population around probably the 2010 census, would be my guess. It's compared to Monroe County, which is 144,000. 
So big, big difference. Um, and what's interesting is that Owen County and Monroe County are actually almost the same size. Uh, Owen County is 385 square miles and Monroe County is 395 square miles. So really, really close in size, but Owen County has about 54 people per, per square mile and um, uh, Monroe County has 366. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So I have another fun fact. We talked about this last week too, and I'm so obsessed with it. It's I, I need therapy for sure because it's just a weird, weird fact. But um, the U.S. Census Bureau comes up with this thing that's called the mean center of population. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what they say is, I thought I had printed this out for a definition, but maybe I didn't. Um, if you kind of spread the United States flat and then you just make a point for every person, there is a center where everything sort of balances, where you have the same number of people completely surrounding you from all sides. If you think about, you know, kind of like a scale and trying to, so in 19, uh, I did print it out. Hold on. I'm not organized. I know where you're going, but I don't know what year it is either. 1910. So in 19, oh, I got it here. 19. Sorry, my papers. I sound important when I flap the papers on the air, right? Okay, 1910, it was in Monroe County. We figured it was on South Rogers Street because I looked up the longitude and latitude. Uh, in 1920, it was eight miles southeast of Spencer. So, um, And I looked at near State Ferry Road. Oh, okay. Near Kenny Bland's auction, right around that area. So in 1920, the center of the United States population, kind of the center of the universe, the sunshine on <laughs> Spencer. And then it kept moving west as the population kept growing. Yeah. I just thought that was a really interesting fact to think about. We always talk about how Indiana is the crossroads of America. Right. And it yeah. truly was for a very long time. It slowly marched across mm-hmm. um, the uh, Indiana, went Ohio, and then it went into Indiana. And it spent many, many years in Indiana uh, in various locations as it, uh, the population right. grew. Well, another fun fact to that, when it was in Spencer, that was the name of the, uh, this, uh, what, the high school had was the Spencer's cops. They were called the cops. Now we're the Patriots. Yeah. But at that time it was the cops, which stood for center of population. No way. Yes. yes. Oh, and I'm totally obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Co- center of population. That's who would have thought that's a start. Cause I would have thought cops. Yeah. Now, uh, Owen County is the, or yeah. We're and now the Patriots, the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I learned that their yearbook is called the triad. Because it was three schools that combined together. That's what Wikipedia says. You know it has to be true. Um, But I also thought it was interesting, good information, that the Owen Valley High School has about 980 students. Mm -hmm. And so it's really, I think that's an important thing to understand, especially if you have kids and you're thinking about moving into Owen County. That's a good-sized school. It It certainly has plenty of opportunity, you know, in probably a huge variety of classes. And um, the video on your website, on the um, myowencountychamber.com, um, about learning talks a lot. The principals interview, the superintendents interview, they talk about the importance of attendance and, and things that they have in place. They talk about their graduation rates being in the 90% um, and that they're one of the top they're in the top 30% of schools in Indiana, which is a great number. So I think there's a lot going on over there in terms of the school. And I think sometimes people just kind of get this really myopic, like, you know, there's only one answer for schools. And I think that there are a lot of opportunities. Well, that's true. And I think, and I don't know if Cassandra knows this or not, but at one time, the Spencer Elementary was the largest, uh, had the largest number of students of, uh, of an elementary school. No. Oh. And I don't think it's that way yeah. now, but at yeah. one point in time, I know it was probably back when my daughter was in school. Okay. She's been out of school since 1990. So, yeah. So it's awesome. Uh, and the other thing I wanted to point out sort of about the fun facts of, and logistics um, in Owen County is that uh, one of the things that I think makes makes it really special is that the White River runs through it. Uh, and if you think about it, I started thinking about it, I'm like, Monroe County doesn't really have like a river. You know, we've got the lake, but we don't really have a river. And to think about if you wanted to, Rachel Adario, uh, get in a canoe <laughs> and you can go down the White River, get onto the Wabash, get onto the Ohio, get into the Mississippi and get down to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Off from Lowell, Spencer. 
but the canoeing is really big out there too and uh, and that's one of the yeah. things that we're trying to to do especially you know and i'm excited about through tourism is to bring our river back um, we have a new path. It's called My Path, mm-hmm. which w- will walk along the White River. It actually starts out at our uh, YMCA west of town and will come down through uh, Spencer, the main downtown, mm-hmm. and then go across the river okay. and follow the river. And eventually, the My Path will go to the state park is what we're what we're working for. Ooh, um, that's a long walk. But, mm-hmm. but again, we just, in the Gosport area, the DNR just put in a new boat ramp there and so talking about being able to canoe you could start at martinsville Mm -hmm. um and work your way down and stop in uh, in paragon they Mm -hmm. have a a boat ramp Mm -hmm. one now in gosport we have one at spencer and then there's one at freedom but i've never i've never been to that one so i'm not sure about that. yeah interesting um all right let's go ahead and take a break and when we come back we're going to talk about some of the fun stuff that's going on in owen county i know one of the things I have seen over the 12 years or so that I've been back, and, and I actually own a couple apartment buildings in Spencer, um, and I've had them for, I don't know, seven years or so. So I've been going to Spencer regularly for quite some time, mm-hmm. and I feel like even with just those short visits, I've seen a change. Um, the downtown area and what's going on at the square, it kind of gives me chills when I, you know, see what's going on. So I want to talk about that, too, because some really, really cool stuff coming on. So stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. What if there was a radio show that could demonstrate how we can cut your taxes in half without diminishing needed government services? One that could explain how to create tens of millions of jobs at no cost to taxpayers, as well as fantastic yet easily affordable health care. Side effects include cutting crime rates nationwide, providing better education for our children, international peace and harmony, and protecting your private personal data from government intrusion. Tune in to Libertarians Working for you with Arvind Vora, Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. That's Deb at realrealestatetoday.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back. Thanks for coming back today. We are talking with 
um, a couple of movers and shakers from Owen County to tell us more about what it's like living in Owen County. Marilyn Jackson, who's tourism director, and then Cassandra Toth, who is executive director of the chamber. And off air, we were talking about all the changes that have happened. And Marilyn, I know you've got a a long history uh, of living. You said you've lived in Owen County for 41 years. So what was it like when you moved here in 1977? There was a, uh, the whole downtown had something almost in every building. Um, There was a dime store. We had a drugstore downtown. Um, Of course, the theater was still there, but it was in, you know, not not in the condition it Mm -hmm. is now. So we welcome you to come to the Tivoli and visit now Um, but there was a dress shop and there was a shoe shop and there was a paint store and there was a hardware and and all of these things and then just like a lot of small towns it began to to close down late 70s and early 80s was Mm -hmm. a tough time for small towns even Indianapolis though I mean I grew up in Indianapolis and the downtown shut down and then started to get revitalized. And, you know, I think the way of the shopping center mm-hmm. affected a lot of small towns. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing with, uh, of course, we, we've become a Main Street community. So with our Main Street and, and the revitalization that's going on in Spencer, we have a wonderful town council that is, wants to see our ta- downtown come back. Mm-hmm. And we're beginning to see businesses come. And when businesses come, people come. Um, because they, there's more revenue to, to spend. And, of course, we have an, a lot of things for people to visit. The one thing as tourism director that I discovered uh, as far as what we had in Owen County, we have an awful lot of natural resources mm-hmm. being home to Indiana's very first state park. Mm-hmm. We have a, a state forest. We have um, Greens Bluff Nature Preserve. You know, there's just, and then most of cataracts in Owen County also. So um, we have a lot of natural resources, but with that natural resources, you know, come our other businesses. So, you know, it's easy for me to say, come and visit us for those, but go out and see our our new winery. Mm -hmm. Then I say new, they've been there about five years, five, six years now. A lot of people are not even aware that we have a winery in Owen County, but they not only with their farm setting, they have a tasting room next door to the Tivoli Theater. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, and, um, you know, we have the Dragonfly Gallery, we have the Unity Store, we have just, we have Main Street Coffee, we have another coffee shop that's coming in, we have a a brewery that's going to be coming in. Ooh, on the square? On the square. We have a sports uh, sports bar that's going to be coming, we have a dress shop, I'm being told, that's going to come. Um, So there's just a lot of changes. Do you think that... The uh, rebirth of the Tivoli Theater was sort of I what think that spurred was the things. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, because you know I have a, a heavily involved in historic preservation here in Monroe County um, in the past, and I just you know love old things and think we need to keep them instead of putting them in the landfill, right. which mm-hmm. is, I know, where the Tivoli was destined. Um, and uh, the Tivoli is a theater that was open on New Year's Eve of 1928. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, I know what I read about it said something like 1,200 people showed up that first weekend mm-hmm. over the first couple of shows. So that was amazing. And it was a pretty big deal. I think they, I can't remember the name of the, the film. Uh, but we sh- we have shown it since. Yeah, then. okay. Yes. Um, and uh, But it had all the Clarabeau and... Uh, the Clark Gable, maybe. No, I can't remember. Um, and all the stars in the movie wrote letters, you know, congratulating. It was a really, really big deal. Um, and it fell into disrepair, um, different hands over the years. And I think probably in the 90s, early 90s, maybe it shut down. Mm-hmm. And there was a fire at one point. Like actually, two fires. Okay, a couple of fires. Yeah. Um, what I thought was interesting, and this actually ties in with last week's show, was that uh, Cook came in, Cook Incorporated, mm-hmm. and they have a huge interest in historic preservation. And we've we talked last week about projects they had done over in Greene County. Mm-hmm. And I guess I did. I missed that. I knew that Tivoli had been revitalized, but I didn't realize that Cook was behind right. that, mm-hmm. um, which then ties us into business because Cook has a facility uh, and employs a lot of people. And Spencer. Mm-hmm. And Spencer. Yeah. Do you know how many people? Um, a little over 700. Okay. Yeah. 
700 employees. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, I think, great that Cook has branched out. Certainly, they've seen the value in branching out from Monroe County Mm -hmm. to surrounding counties. And so, again, that's why we're encouraging people to do that. So the Tivoli is really cool. um, And they have some amazing free shows from time to time. I saw that even uh, we're recording this show on April 17th um, for people who listen in the future. But on April 19th, Thursday evening at 7 o'clock, they're doing a free showing of a league of their own. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, a fun fact, I went to college with a girl who was in that movie. She actually left college. We went to IU. And she lived on my floor. And she did not come back second semester because she went to film. She was one of the players on the team uh, and went to seek her fame. And I don't know if she ever got any, but she was in the movie. I saw her. Um, But the other amazing thing about the Tivoli is they do show first-run movies. Mm -hmm. um, And they're like five dollars five dollars like seriously drive over from bloomington and and i'm sure the candy's cheaper too right well that's what we tell people so both of you could come over get your tickets get your popcorn and get your drinks for under twenty dollars or right at twenty dollars i think 19.99 right so so that's the amazing thing and then children are three dollars 12 and under three dollars so yeah and i mean it's beautiful Mm -hmm. it's just beautiful the other thing i wanted to point out is that on Saturdays, um, they do a Saturday matinee that has closed captioning. Yes. And I think that's a great service. I've talked to, uh, I remember having lunch with a friend of mine last year who was involved with um, Area 10 Agency on Aging. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, we need these, you know, that there are so many older people who have a hard time hearing. Mm-hmm. And so they just don't go to the movies anymore. And, you know, there's an opportunity there. And- right. And my, uh, I throw this in. My husband is an, as a veteran and he has a hearing problem. Mm-hmm. So this makes it great for him to yeah. be able to go. And, and, yeah. and even though he wears hearing aids, it's still, it's still easier it's, for it's, sure. It's so yeah. much easier. Yeah. So definitely uh, check out. They've got a great website. It has all their information, the Tivoli uh, Theater. And I know we're going to put that up. And there was even a WTIU did a little like one minute mm-hmm. segment on the mm-hmm. rebirth. And we were going to put that video mm-hmm. up, I think, as well. Um, so that's just one thing that, yes, has brought back this revitalization of the downtown area. But even spreading out, let's talk about the Apple Butter Festival because everybody yes. talks about the Apple Butter Festival. Well, Apple Butter is probably our largest festival. It has always been downtown, Spencer. It's in September. Um, we moved to the fairgrounds because of the construction mm-hmm. last year. And it will be again at our fairgrounds this this okay. coming September, but we're um, and after that, then the Lions Club, who who is sponsors it, will make their decision. Then if it'll come back downtown, um, talking with a lot of the vendors last year, I judged um, contest was it the the baby contest oh, okay. I believe it was. Yeah. But talking with some of the vendors last year, um, they like the being able to spread out at the fairgrounds mm-hmm. that you don't have that same thing downtown. But yet there's a lot of people I get a lot of calls about it and they would say, But I love the downtown atmosphere yeah. too. Right. So so I don't know. It'll be a decision for the for the Lions Club. But that is our probably our biggest festival. Yeah. Um, second biggest festival in Owen County would be our pride festival okay so uh and that's in june yeah and we have about 14 festivals wow. in owen county yeah. so you know there's just a lot of things that are happening over yeah. there so yeah. um and the pride festival and they talked uh what is the gentleman's name is it jonathan jonathan baelish yeah mm-hmm. jonathan baelish was interviewed on some of these videos yes. um and i i love to watch that that was one of the ones that kind of gave me chills because i think that um i people get this preconceived notion about, you know, Southern Indiana being closed minded and they are certainly, uh, you know, the pride festival and the Spencer pride group mm-hmm. has certainly um, opened everyone's eyes and, you know, and fabulous people. This is just an, you know, mm-hmm. people are people mm-hmm. and we can all live together. Exactly. And um, mm-hmm. that's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did want to mention too, if, when you mentioned the fairgrounds, you know, Owen County does have a fair every year right. too. If you've yes. not been to the demolition derby there, I yes. highly encourage it. <laughs> That was a damn good time. Yes. <laughs> Even though I did get hit in the face with a clotted dirt once, but the, there were wheels spinning. It was it was good stuff. Yeah. Um, so there's there's that as well. Um, so let's we talked about um, Cook being a big mm-hmm. employer and sure. a big. I assume they're a pretty big presence. Yes. Just otherwise, they do a lot mm-hmm. to help the community. Yes. And then I think of the other one as Boston Scientific. Yes, we have Boston Scientific. They're our next biggest. Well, they're actually our biggest employer. Are they? Bigger than Cook. Um, right now, they're at about 930 wow. employees. 
So yeah, it would be Cook. Um, it would be Boston, then Cook, and then the Spencer School Corporation actually is our okay. third biggest. Um, they have 350 employees. Okay. How many elementary schools are there? Five. Oh gosh. Okay. I guess. And then one middle school and one high school. Right? Yeah. Well, there's. I'm sorry. There's four. Four elementaries. Two. Then the middle school and then the high school. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Great. So there are some big companies, and they are definitely seeing the benefits. Do you have any statistics or uh, guesses? It's complete. You can make up answers. I wouldn't <laughs> okay. know the difference, right? Of like how many Boston Scientific employees live in Owen County. That I would be completely guessing yeah. on that. Because um, I do think it's it's quite a few. Mm-hmm. And and if you, I just really want to encourage, I was talking with uh, Uris before my husband about um, the show that I was going to do today. Yeah. And he's like, I would totally live in Spencer. Um, and I just want to encourage people to go down there and like drive around. There are some yeah. of the most amazing houses mm-hmm. down there. And there's this one, you can see him from the back of my apartment building, the brick house up yeah. on the hill. Beam Mansion. Beam Mansion. Oh my yeah. gosh. I don't know what the story is. It's probably haunted. I don't know. It's an amazing looking house. The Beam family was one of the very first settlers in Owen County. And part of downtown, part of the land that was given for our downtown Spencer came from the Beam family. Beam Street. Mm -hmm. And um, the Beam Mansion is owned by Dr. Dugan. And they, I think it was last year, Owen County Preservation um, did a, uh, a house, a history tour oh. and the Bee yeah. Mansion was on it. Yeah. And I've, like I said, I've lived in Owen County yeah. for 41 years and I hadn't ever seen the inside of yeah. it until yeah. the, till this. And, um, beautiful, beautiful property, mm. wonderful story. Um, there is up at the history museum in Indianapolis, the, uh, a story about, a, a letter from Get, uh, Gettysburg, which is about the Beam family. Oh, interesting. So if you get a chance, and we're trying, uh, and when I say we, because that's the one thing that you'll find about Owen County. Everybody is collectively mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. The, it's the most amazing group of different organizations that work together. Mm-hmm. Um and the lieutenant governor, when, when we received a grant, she made that comment the prior Lieutenant Governor, mm-hmm. she made that comment. She said, I've never seen a community that worked together like this community does. But hopefully at the Tivoli, we're going to have the letter from oh, uh, cool. Gettysburg, yeah. or at least a portion of it awesome. there. And if you're interested in any more of the history of um, Spencer, specifically the old Carnegie Library is now a cultural center. And if you don't know what a Carnegie Library is, Google it because I adore Carnegie Libraries. I love driving around the entire country and just going into a town and going, oh, look, there's a Carnegie mm-hmm. Library. It's yes. just this continuity of, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it was something that was done, uh, Roosevelt, I think, and, and uh, um, you know, after the, Depart- well, Andrew, I mean, the Depression. Well, Andrew Carnegie yeah. himself yeah. was the one that yeah. provided the money, the money for the for the Carnegie Libraries. But at, that is also a museum. Yeah. It's, it's our Heritage and Culture Center. And they also have a little gift shop in there as well as a little coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. I saw that on yeah. their website. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We uh, need to go to a break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about um, just the community spirit uh, in Owen County because it's uh, certainly impressive and I think certainly worth exploring. So stick around. You're listening to Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you interested in buying or selling a home? Not sure what the next step is? Deb can help. Go to realrealestatetoday.com and click on Start Here. You'll be asked a few simple questions and Deb will personally contact you to help answer your real estate questions and connect you with a realtor in her personal nationwide network of realtors. So even if you aren't in Deb's service area, you're guaranteed to find a good match wherever you are. Visit realrealestatetoday.com. What makes a great leader? Most have a vision, one that starts beyond the resources available and continues from that point into developing a solid plan, organization, and company. Leadership issues are discussed each week on VoltCast, illuminating leadership with host Jeff Smith. Jeff has years of experience as a leader and executive coach, and his guests will bring you information that can help a team of any size. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. 
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Real Real Estate Today. To reach Deb tomorrow or with questions and comments about the show, please send an email to Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. That's Deb at RealRealEstateToday.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we are talking today with Cassandra Toth and Marilyn Jackson from Owen County uh, and just exploring what that county has to offer, which is some really cool stuff. One of the reasons we're talking about this, though, is because real estate's getting a little crazy and we have to think outside the box. I wanted to mention, too, that um, according to some statistics I found, the median home cost in Bloomington is $163,000. The median home cost in Owen County is $85,000. So there's just a lot more affordable options in Owen County. Also, comparatively, um, the cost of living in Bloomington is about six. 6.7% lower than the U.S. average, so that's good, but the cost of living in Owen County is um, about 19% lower. So I just think that that's interesting and certainly is worth some food for thought. Um, and I want to talk in this last segment specifically about how people can get to know Owen County better. Um, so I know we've got the Spencer Daily, what's the newspaper called? There you go. I know it wasn't daily. It was evening, right? Uh, So Spencer Evening World, and I'm sure they've got a good Facebook page and Mm -hmm. and a website that you can follow on that. Um, There's probably a lot of Facebook pages that people can follow if they want to. Can you rattle any of them off that you could suggest to people? I mean, all the businesses, right? I don't know of anybody that doesn't have a Facebook. Yeah, I was going to say, Maryland has a Facebook. Uh, The Chamber, both EDC have a Facebook. The Community Foundation has a Facebook. The Tivoli, you know, like we've discussed. The Dragonfly, Uh, that's where I saw about the sale. Check them out, 20%. The school actually has one. Oh, yeah. Uh, The superintendent, he has a page that he's actually just started his own podcast to highlight the events and things going on within the school system. So that's available as well. Um, And there's um, a lot of activities at the library. Mm -hmm. Um, um, library's fairly new-ish building within new, the past 20 years. Well, new-ish. They did an expansion that that's we cut the ribbon for in 2017. Okay, so that's why I knew there was something recent. Mm-hmm. So they've got a pretty good... Where's the library located? Is it on the... It's on Montgomery Street. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. At the corner of Franklin and Montgomery. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they've got events. They've got lots of programming for mm-hmm. children, too. Yes. So that can be um, a good alternative. Um, and then there's YMCA. Yeah, with the YMCA. That's yes. in town mm-hmm. as well. So there are certainly... You know, I guess one of the things that... Um, people think, I, I worry that people think is that like there's not a lot of resources or why I live in Owen County, I'm just going to have to be driving back to Bloomington yeah. all the time. And you really don't. You've got no. grocery stores yeah. and, you know, We have Babs Grocery Store and the Babs family has been in, in the community since like 89 yeah. years yeah. or something like yeah. that. And that is one thing, again, about living in a small community. You can go into Babs. If you can't find what you're wanting, you go to either Robbie Babs, the owner, or to one of his people (laughs) Mm -hmm. that have been there forever and say, can you get this? Mm, And the next thing you know, you'll go to the store and it's on the shelf. And you can't go to a big Yeah, Kroger's going to be like, whatever. So so that's that's one of the beauties of living in a small community. Um, Other things that draw in, we were talking about the festivals this year up in our little uh, other incorporated town of Gosport. This is their 50th year for the Lazy Days Festival. So this is going to be huge for the not only Gosport, but Uh for the county, because there'll be a lot of people coming back for this 50th year. And, you know, you just have this kind of things in small towns that yeah. you don't find in, in right. big towns. It's just no. not quite the same. Mm-hmm. You guys have a farmer's market mm-hmm. we do have on farmers Saturday mornings? Mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, and it's actually in the parking lot adjacent to Babs. Oh, okay. Um, from May to October. Okay. September. They've changed it to September. September this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I assume, I, I would have to assume that a lot of those uh, items are homegrown. Local. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. local, very local, local. Very local. And from that, we have a... Um, What's it? Dinner called um, farm to oh, table. Farm to, yeah. farm to table. Now, last year we couldn't have one because of the the road construction, yeah. but they are going to have it again this year. Mm-hmm. And again, it's 
the people from the farmer's market yeah. that are going to be providing mm-hmm. the, the food for That's it. That's awesome. So. Let's talk about that construction for a second, because that mm-hmm. is the hot topic in Monroe County mm-hmm. is all the construction we have going on right. here. I know you're probably victims of it today, mm-hmm. uh, and we're all about to lose our minds, and we just need to probably get over yes. it. But there's pretty major construction going on right. in mm-hmm. uh, right downtown Spencer right now, so right. you're kind of being rerouted. Um, and I went through it last week. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. on the wrong side of the road, but okay. Um, and that is, is that a combination of some widening and improvements, but also storm sewers? Yes, it's a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so, um, and I think that this is important to understand too, because a lot of people think Spencer floods, right. <laughs> because it has. It, yeah, it has. It has, for sure, it has in the past. Um, and uh, there are many reasons for that. One is because the White River is mm-hmm. so close to downtown, uh, and you get those 100-year floods every 100 years. Um, but then there also were inadequate storm sewers, right. and we've, mm-hmm. uh, Owen County got a huge grant, I think, was mm-hmm. part of that project. Um, and so they are changing that out. But if you can imagine changing out and expanding storm sewers, that is not a yeah. <laughs> minimally right. destructive, you know, that's mm-hmm. pretty big. So any idea on timeline on that? Um, they had originally put the deadline for that or to be completed in November. And okay. the last I've heard, it's been pushed up to now August. So we're keeping our fingers crossed for August. Oh, okay. So, of this year. Earlier than yeah. they thought. Wow. Well, one of the things that helped them last year was the weather. The mm-hmm. weather was fantastic. Mm-hmm. They, they were could, able to work. They were the able winter. to work. Not only with the construction on 46, we also had the downtown. Mm-hmm. We received a grant for downtown mm-hmm. and replaced sidewalks and uh, a lot of things downtown. And that all went on at the same time, mm-hmm. same company. Yeah. And they were able to keep their workers busy through any kind of shutdown. Yeah. Right. And so they got a, the whole west side finished uh, much quicker right. than they thought. Okay. And so, and then they got the downtown finished quicker. Um, these guys were fantastic. Um, we couldn't have asked for better people mm-hmm. working yeah. on this because they were courteous to people. Right. And I just have to use this. When I would go into my office, the, the guys that were working down on the sidewalks downtown, they'd see me pull up and they'd say, can we carry your box in? Can we carry this oh my gosh. in? And they were just, yeah. they, they were just oh, wonderful. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, definitely, I am really starting to get the feeling that um, things are being done to encourage people to walk. Mm-hmm. You know, walk yes, to dinner, very, walk to the theater, right. mm-hmm. kind of have that fun evening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people can walk home uh, right. if they live in town, too. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's awesome. I mean, I just think that that community feel is something that people are looking for. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could do a whole show on this concept of, of community. Yes. Um, I think people are looking for community in any number of ways. And some of it is a physical location. And I just want to encourage, I mean, I love Bloomington. I live in Bloomington. Um, but, uh you know, there are certainly lots of other options out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I think sweet Owen is definitely one. Let's see, we've got one minute left. So what's the, any other last minute? Well, just come and visit us. Mm-hmm. We stop into the visitor center and I'd love to talk with you. Um, when I first started this job, people would say, and that was people in the county would say, well, what do we have? Well, how can we have tourism? What do we have? I said, come talk to me for a half an hour and I'll explain to you I what bet we you have. All right. So, so the, give me the address of the visitors. It's 54 East Market Street. Yep. So it's right on the square right on, there. We're on the south side of the square. Look for the ATM machine, and I'm in there. When were the money? And what hours are you usually open? Uh, we're open Monday through Friday, from, and I'm usually there from 10 to 3, but okay. you can usually catch me later than that or earlier than yeah. that. I, I, a lot of times, I now it's the most secure building in the whole in the whole town, <laughs> right. so it's it automatically locks. So I usually put a sign up that says, Marilyn's here, knock. Perfect, so. perfect. And then when you're done, you can go check out Dragonfly Gallery yeah. and uh, Main Street Coffee is another great yes, place, too. Coffee, and yeah. if you've never tried our Hilltop restaurant, oh, they've yeah. been in business for many, many years. Yep. Come to Hilltop. Hilltop's a good one, too. Um, hit me up if you've got any, uh, need any more information. We'll definitely point you in the right direction as you explore the fabulous option of Sweet Owen County. Thank you so much, both of you, for thank joining you. today. Thank I appreciate it so much, and uh, and we look forward to um, posting more information. So check us out on Facebook at Deb Tomorrow Realtor. That's it for today's show. Thanks for tuning in. Real Real Estate Today, your home for smart real estate.
Thank you for tuning in to Real Real Estate Today. Please join your host, Deb Tomorrow, for another edition every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until next week, take care of your home. It's one of your most important assets. 